Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. I'm Rick Showers from Noble RV. Our granddaughter's name is Saxon. She lives in Australia. Normally, we see her at least a couple of times a year. Well, not this year. So when we last spoke on the phone, we told Saxon that we'd done something special for her. We told her to look up in the northern sky for a special star that was put up there just for her. Saxon's five. Magic still works when you're five. So if you drive by Noble RV this month, you might notice if you look really hard, there's a tiny special light on the top of our building that's shining just for her. Ain't that right, Bob? I can see it, Rick. Let me know if you spot it. You might have to squint. Right, Bob? It's up there, Rick. It's okay to promise impossible things when you love someone very much. And you can too. I'll tell Saxon you say hello. And that's no NoBullRV.ca. Welcome back to the Empire Builders Podcast. Dave Young and Steve Semple here. Stephen, you told me the topic today, and it just took me back to, it was sort of the joke of, of a lot of stand-up comedians, in the I think, in the 70s, because the brand had started growing, and, and people are, are like, what is a Naga? And I'm talking about Naga Hide. You mentioned that, that today's subject is Naga Hide, and it's right. sort of ubiquitous anymore, right? It's, it's, sort, of a, it's sort of an old-timey joke now. But it was a thing, and it ended up being kind of a big deal. So what is a, what is a Naga? This is going to be a bit of a fun one. So Naga Hide is a brand of artificial leather. It's basically vinyl. It's composed of a knit fabric yeah. and expanded polyvinyl chloride PVC coating. And it was developed by Byron Hunter, who was a senior chemist at United States Rubber, which is now – and it's now made – by a spin-off of Uniroyal. It was invented in 1914, and it was the first rubber-based artificial leather ever made. The name was trademarked in 1936 and comes from where it was first produced, which is Naugatuck, Connecticut. So that's the reason why they decided to use the great name Nagahide. Just ro- like, I mean, it's such a good name, right? That's, that's our episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> So Naga Hide is mainly used for furniture. It's easy to clean, long-lasting, and it's also you find it in car seats. But in 1960, competition started to rise in the vinyl furniture area, so they wanted to create a campaign to separate Naga Hide from the competition. So Uniroyal yeah. hired George Lewis and designer Kurt Wells. So here's the challenge that they looked at. They said, Naga Hide, like it's a hard name. What the heck are we going to do with this. They named it in the 1930s? 1936. Okay, and when did they hire this designer? Early 1960s. They went 30 years just saying Nagahide. Right. Essentially, in the early days, they didn't have much competition. There weren't other people making it. Yeah. So it's sort of one of those ones, you know, you're the, you're the only game in town or you're the largest game in town. And then all of a sudden, other people started getting into the turf. And so they wanted to separate from it. So what George and Kurt did was they created a fictional character called the Naga. And the hide of a Naga (laughs) 
is Nagahide. Here's the thing I found that was funny about it. Naga is easy to remember, and as soon as you think about that, all of a sudden Nagahide becomes easy, right? Because it's a hide of, yeah. a, of a Naga. And the Naga is a colorful, horned, happy-looking creature who's native to the island of Sumatra and was once hunted close to extinction, but hunting them for their hide is unnecessary because they painlessly shed their skin once a year. That's the story they created. <laughs> of course. They, so I don't know. I, I, there's probably no way to prove this, but I'll, I'll bet you that the jokes about Nagahide preceded that story, right? They, they probably just leaned into the story and like, yeah, you know, because if this thing called Nagahide existed and there wasn't that story, you would be talking about, ha, we're sitting on a Nagahide booth in a restaurant. I wonder how many Nagas had to die to make this booth, right? Well, All of those jokes would have been there already. So this story capitalizes on on this probably already rich tradition of people laughing about this was an, some kind of beast that had to be skinned to make, it's like, no, it's just, it's rubber on cloth is all it is. You know, that makes me think of an uncovery that you and I did recently. Uh-huh. So we were at the Milwaukee Foot and Ankle Clinic, new client of ours, and they had already had this internal joke inside their own office where they had created this mm -hmm. stick figure called Archie, who instead of putting up with walking on his feet, walked on his hands. Look, they even had a drawing and had their own t-shirts made of it, and it was an internal joke amongst the staff, which you and I and Matthew Burns are turning into a campaign. <laughs> so you're right. It, it may have already been there, but it doesn't, it doesn't discount the brilliance of seeing that and going, let's run with this. Let's run with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And sometimes yeah. when it's already there, it's also better because it's going to be embraced by the people, right? Because they already loved yeah. it. They made it up themselves. So the campaign showed this funny character next to a chair. And the slogan was, the Naga is ugly, but its vinyl hide is beautiful. Oh, yeah. They did this campaign called The Great Imposter. And I'll read you some of the copy from the campaign. That's him. That's the one that doesn't move, the Naga. But his vinyl hide, Naga hide, can give you the most gratifying feeling knowing to man, getting away with something. Naga can look amazing like anything. Cow's hide, beautiful. Horse hide, beautiful. Alligator, beautiful. Only your taxidermist will know. But unlike leather, Naga hide won't crack or stain. Right, it goes on to talk a little bit about it. They had even created this full-size suit and it had an ad showing the Naga at a party with this slogan, invite a Naga to your next party. And the copy was, make the Naga feel welcome. Punch him in the nose the moment he comes through the door. Spill a Bloody Mary on him. Get a pie in the face. Smear chocolate on his chest. Kick him around. He's indestructible. A soapy sponge and the Naga hide comes clean. And it goes on, but you get the idea. And there's even this whole history that you can look up. like. You Google this and there's this whole history of this whole story and background story that like they really leaned into it. The Naga, you know, the person in the suit even appeared on the Johnny Carson show. Nice. Right? See? There you go. Right. Yeah. And there's even this fun point where there's this New York comic, Al Rosenberry invented a fictional character named Earl C. Watkins who spearheaded Save the Naga Project to save the Naga from extinction. <laughs> and he added this line that a herd of Naga is often mistaken for a room full of furniture. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
<laughs> right? That's brilliant. So there's even comedians adding to the storyline, right? Yeah. From a, a kind of almost dumb name, right? Been around 30 years. You blossom into this whole rich story. Here's what I loved about this campaign. Here's what I loved about it. If you're going to do something silly, yeah, I really have to lean into it. If you go part mm-hmm. way with silliness, it does not work. It's like it's like a caricature drawing. If somebody's got a little bit of a large nose and you draw a caricature where the nose is massive, it's great. If you only draw it a little bit larger, it's insulting. Mm-hmm. When you want to do something that's fun and silly, you really need to go to the extreme. Because when you go to the extreme, everyone knows it's a joke. If you only go part way, they're not quite sure whether you're joking with them or not. And so what I really love is they're a very staid organization. Yeah. And they went with this whole idea of the hide of a naga. Making it memorable, right? Making it, in other words, famous. So you could call this artificial leather, but now you're calling it, what are they using a descriptor instead of this weird representational thing that compares it to actual leather. And it actually equates it in our minds to being way closer to actual leather than uh, than an artificial product made out of woven material and rubber laid over it. The goal is to become famous, right? You want right. manufacturers yes. to insist on naga hide. You want reupholsterers to buy rolls of naga hide, not just some vinyl, right? And, and so going back to our client in, in Milwaukee, his business, just like all of his competitors' businesses, they were all just some version of foot ankle specialist clinic with the name Milwaukee attached to it, Yeah, right? How do you stand out? How do you stand out in that? Literally, all you have to do is stand above your competitors and be more memorable than them. And the definition of that is be famous, right? right? So you just need a different name, a different approach, and maybe some fun. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Man, I love that. What? Actually, they've all been good. What are you talking about? The ads at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. I wish I had ads like that. You can. I can? Yeah. Book a starter session with Steven. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That's the first step. To what? Getting great ads. You think I could have ads like that for my business? It's kind of boring. Absolutely. Plumbing isn't sexy and we've heard great ads for them. You're right. So, gonna do it? Do what? Book a starter session. I guess so. Why not? Good. Can't wait to hear your ad in this podcast. Book your starter session on this podcast's website. Just visit theempirebuilderspodcast.com and click on Get Started. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. And the other thing I did that was brilliant in this is Naga Hide is hard. They made it also instantly easier by taking half of it the hide part, right? And all of a sudden, all you have to remember is Naga and the hide comes naturally. If you have a weird name or a name that's you know, not standing out, what do you do? This is a great lesson for what it is to do. We, we've run into this before and there's even some other ideas. So for example, a client of, of a partner of ours, Gettle Heating and Air Conditioning, really tough name. Yeah. So what do we do? Well, we made it a rhyme, G-O-E-T-T-L. It's easy to say, and it's hard to spell. So when you make something a rhyme, it's now all of a sudden, what we know is rhyming jingles. There's a reason why we teach kids stuff in rhymes, because it's easier to remember. So one of the things you can do is you can create a rhyme. You can create a silly character. 
Or one of my favorite is a client of yours, David, who came to you, BWS, Heating and Air. Plumbing, Heating and Air, yeah. Right. You know, so you guys ended up really figuring out a way to do repetition to make that work. Well, yeah, and on the on the face of it, we talked about renaming the company, and they decided at the end of the day they didn't want to do that. And BWS, it's, it's the founder's initials. It's a guy named Bruce Strandberg. But what do you do with that, right? It's the, the company's BWS. They already have a logo. It's on all their trucks. And if you're going into mass media, you you know that you're like, oh, my gosh, how do you get consumers to remember three letters that are dissociated the way these are, right? They don't seem to stand for anything because they're just some guy's initials, the founder. It's not like the other uh, three-letter big company in Minneapolis, MMM, otherwise known as 3M, right? right? They, they, <laughs> they figured out how to make the best out of three letters, but it's all the same letter. So, <laughs> right. But in this case, you can't just repeat, repeat, repeat. You got to do it in a fun way. So we created a character that's not a named character. The, the character is really the, the voice of the voiceover radio announcer. And we write these things in a way that it's fun to listen to him talk about what BWS might stand for. It's sort of a combination, if you think in your, in your head, if you've listened to the ads on our podcast before, you've heard a couple of them, and you're like, that voice is sort of weirdly familiar, and it's, it's sort of a cross between Gary Owens and Jay Peterman character from Seinfeld, and that's yeah. by design. That's, that's what we intended that voice to sound like because those are voices of people who in our minds we know, well, they're, they're sincere and trustworthy, but they're just a little different than we are, right? They come at things from a quirky angle. When some people hear the name of our company, they scratch their heads and wonder, what on earth do the letters BWS stand for? Well, sit back, I'll tell you. B is for plumbing, hot water heaters, sewer lines, all the pipey plummy things. W is for heating, we will get you through the winteries without a shiver. S is for air conditioning. Remember how hot the summer gets? A new summer is just around the corner and your air conditioner had better be prepared for it. There you go, see, it's all right there in the name. BWS Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. It's spelled B-W-S. Write it down, I'll wait. Ready? That's BWS. And when you want to find us online, just go to the Google and type in these letters. BWS, Plumbing, Heating and Air. You'll find us. BWS, BWS. And also pronounced BWS. But the thing that you guys figured out with that is it's really easy to say, oh, well, if we do repetition, people will remember it. But in advertising, we ignore mm. repetition unless you make it fun and entertaining. So B is for plumbing yeah. is ridiculous. That makes it entertaining. Or even I love the ones where you guys have done baby wants some. You know, baby wants some yeah. eating. BWS, baby wants some. Or even the one where you said B oh, yeah. stands for B. So, so <laughs> well, so, yeah. So, so you, we want to repeat BWS as often as we can because we need people to remember that, right? We right. want to become famous for those three letters. So, the, the the joke of the announcer also is BWS. It's let me spell it for you. It's spelled B 
W-S, right? And it's, oh, by the way, coincidentally, it's also pronounced B-W-S. <laughs> right. And, we, you know, we also have a website. I guess you probably know where to find it, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> that, how hard could that be? But even that's a pattern interrupt because you're waiting for the person to say mm. BWS.com or whatever, and you don't is even a pattern interrupt. So to me, the part when you've got a difficult name, lean into it, create a rhyme, uh, create a funny mm -hmm. story, create a character, but do something that is interesting that suddenly makes it memorable. Because the plus side of all of that in the world today is guess what's available? That URL's available and nobody's fighting over those keywords. No one's fighting over yeah. the keywords BWS. No one. You right. like that is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You got it. You got cheap keywords. You got a URL that you're not fighting over space with others. So there's yeah. also a positive to these difficult names. But you got to be creative around the repetition. The worst thing in the world is to have a name that's just generic enough that you can get confused with all of your competitors. And that's the situation we ran into with this podiatrist, right? Yeah. So, and honestly, he's, he's our client. And I don't always remember the exact name of his business because it's Milwaukee foot and ankle. Is it clinic? Is it specialist? Is it, uh, because both of those versions exist and they're not him, right? What right? One of them isn't, right. right? So so your name is almost identical to all your competitors. They're all some version of that. And so we've, we came up with a name for him that's, that's it, all we have to do is make that name famous and people find him because they search for something that's not Milwaukee foot doctor or podiatrist. To me, the two lessons are, and the one that I really want people to take away, and it's just an example of because the challenge was a hard name. If you're going to do something silly and unusual, don't go a little ways. You got to really mm -hmm. lean into it and really own it. And then that will mm -hmm. lead you to success because not only will it make you memorable, but it also makes you likable. So well said, right? You don't want to lean into something that's going to be odd and weird like if you if you did naga hide with some story about no we go to africa and we you know we harvest these animals and like nobody wants to hear that story right right but oh it's an animal that just willingly gives up its hide every year and hands it to you kind of that's kind of funny exactly. <laughs> so you just you just lean in if you've got a weird name company and you're trying to figure this out give us a call we'll help you yeah that's right there's fun in helping out with those ones absolute fun with helping I, out with I those. love doing this kind of thing yeah this is my favorite kind of client yeah absolutely absolutely thanks for bringing us the naga hide story <laughs> that's it the hide of a naga <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast please share us subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a big fat juicy five-star rating and review and if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast dot com. <laughs>